0: We're recording! Just a couple of I think it's from Don't roll your eyes
1: at me. Do what I please, I'm an <laughs> independent
0: woman. You got a cat attacking you.
1: Welcome to today's episode of Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And we welcome you to come and relax while we review an album for you, because that's what we do. We are a review podcast.
0: Yes, we are. Uh, you didn't hear you do that? That's why I did
1: it. <laughs> we don't have to do it again.
0: Yeah, we do. That's part
1: of the character. <laughs> don't look at me like this. Stop it I'm out of here. I was trying to be fun and you always go at me. You always attack me. And then <laughs> and then people probably hear these episodes and like, geez, Michelle's such a bitch. She just flips out over nothing. <laughs> and if they can actually sit in this room and like see you and know you then it's different. I'm just trying to have fun, and then you shoot me down, and then you're like, "Why aren't you trying to have fun? This is fun."
0: I didn't say that this I'm
1: time, Mickey Mouse. That was a really bad Mickey Mouse. Hello, Michelle. Oh.
0: So, that's a wow. That's you're better than me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Oh.
0: I, I sound like a hawk. hawk. I tell I have to get Mel's attention from across the fucking room. You can say Mel sixty eight times and he doesn't hear it. But if you go, okay. if you went,
1: would he notice? No, he wouldn't because he's no. just used to it being. He'd be like, out. I know they're not talking about me, Aww. so what's the point of turning around? Poor Mel, <laughs> fuck him. We still haven't had him on this podcast.
0: No, and he's allowed to come on now because he got new shoes, so he doesn't smell so bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How do we just make him take his feet off at the door?
0: His actual feet?
1: Yeah. We will chop off your
0: feet at the door. We've provided chainsaw.
1: We will cauterize you so you don't bleed out. That's a good idea. You can do the episode, and then we will drop you off at the hospital when you're done, and they can put your feet back on. Maybe. Well, we'll put him in ice. Who, Mel? Well, I mean, his—not uh, him—we'll well, cauterize him, but then we'll put his feet in ice. So if they want to snip those things open no. and reconnect, no. <laughs> like I say, now if a wound is cauterized. Is yeah, it able to be reattached or are they gonna have to recut? They kill the end, but they'll probably have to cut it up higher to where ah. it's not dead.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> just one little short. And leg. then he
1: becomes the dad from uh King of the Hill because he has <laughs> no shins anymore. Cotton Hill, I think <laughs> his dad his his name name was, was cotton? I think so. He was a killer, supposedly, in the Scream movies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was a very deep reference. Oh, it was. He was so never actually
1: the killer though. They like
0: didn't they try that angle a couple
1: times? Like Maybe just in one, because then Is he it became. This time, he worked with them. After that, he was like their pal. Cotton, we trust Cotton now. It was the first ep- the first episode. It was the second movie that they thought Cotton, or no, it was the first movie that they thought he was the bad guy. But it ended up being her friends. That's right. And then in the second one,
0: doesn't Cotton come back and he like helps her kill? Yeah, he becomes her friend. And he helps kill Lori Metcalf at the uh-huh. end.
1: Yeah, because they like. Horror movies, uh, that's only the second movie, horror movie-wise, because I'm not as into it as you are, where I can think that it was a vengeful mother. You think that's... Wasn't she the mom?
0: Yes, she was a vengeful I she mother. she was the mom. And no one recognized her because the mom, back in the day, was like, she was supposed to be like hugely fat.
2: A uh, huge fat whore. <laughs> a huge fat <laughs> whore.
0: Who slept with everyone's husbands in the town. And then she went away, and her boy was killed. You killed my boy. It's basically Friday the 13th. That's what that I'm saying. It. <laughs> it's,
1: that's, that's what I equate it to <laughs> Which my then mind. we can go back to... Vengeful moms. Eh, not
0: necessarily scream, because it wasn't the actual mother. Ki- or psycho, sorry. I was going to say psycho, but that's still Norman. Just acting like Norma. Did you know that? Her name is Norma Bates, and his name is Norman?
1: No. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Norma and Norm wasn't she obsessed with him or something? Isn't that why he or was he just a weirdo? I don't really know that story. She
0: was overbearing. I'm only going off the first film here. She was overbearing and very controlling. It's based off of Ed Gein, basically. The not like. Stealing skin, but obsession with the mother.
1: Aren't there mo- aren't multiple of those movies actually based on Ed Gein in their own ways? Yeah, taking
0: sections from it. Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre is a big one. That's where they got the idea of like wearing skin and making skin masks and skin lamps and skin tables and stuff like that.
1: Oh, so even that song by uh, that band I can't think of right now is oh, yeah. really popular. I make a shoehorn yeah. and out of your shin. Yeah. I make a lip Lips shade of durable, durable skin. skin. Oh, don't you know that yeah, I'm always feeling able? And I'm sitting home I'm and carving, carving out, your out your navel. Blind Melon. Blind Melon, yeah. I'm sitting here just carving out your navel. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good song. I forgot when about that will song. I realize that this skin I'm in, hey, it isn't mine. I can't think of what the song is called at all. Uh, I don't know what it's called either. It's been so long since I've listened to Blind Melon in an enjoyable fashion. Wasn't
0: that guy's name Shannon? Shannon
1: Hoon. Shannon Hoon? Shannon Hoon from the moon.
0: You know, Damien was in a uh,
1: Blind Melon tribute -tribute
0: band band for, I don't know,
1: probably 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) 20 minutes is a lot. (laughs) How did that even happen? How how did that agreement happen?
0: I think somebody needed a drummer. Damien probably heard he was going to get paid, maybe. And then when he got there, he was like, "Oh yeah, this is miserable for me."
1: (laughs) Because just totally different style. I think
0: he might actually like Blind Melon.
1: Like he could maybe not his playing style. Not playing style. No, that makes sense. So, like I had said previously, we are a review podcast, and this is Sam's week. Me. Yeah, and this is something that we've discussed in the past. Not this album specifically, but we have discussed this band as something that Sam could give me and it not be so hard because it's not, you know, straight heavy metal or anything. And uh, Sam, what did we listen to this week?
0: We finally did it. I finally chose something uh, that was talked about for a long time. Like you said, Soundgarden's Bad Motorfinger. I could have gone with the other one down on the upside, but we went with Bad Motorfinger. I
1: think. I think I'm happy that you went with this one. Me too. Because this has a lot of heavy hidden hits, especially in the beginning, just back to fucking back.
0: It does. And this one, I think, is more rock and roll than <laughs> Down on the Upside is. Down on the Upside so. can get uh, moodier mm-hmm. than Bad Motor Finger. I just wanted, still wanted driving, just fucking rock I, and roll.
1: I agree. And I, I, I can deal with the moodier Chris Cornell. Oh, I like it
0: still. Yeah, but
1: and I mean, I even liked some Audio Slave. I need to give a Audio there Slave. There was a, a song that I played for you once, and you said this wasn't bad. Yeah, and it was that big one that they did.
0: I remember when it came out. It was the it was time.
1: Go on and save yourself. Yeah, Dang I just remember at the time it was me. like
0: it wasn't Rage and it wasn't Soundgarden. Uh-huh. So for some reason, well, I know I'm a butthole about everything. So I was like, man, yeah, and it's like. Dude, you fucking idiot. You like both all those people yeah. that are involved. Give it a goddamn shot. It's not like it's Velvet Revolver.
1: It wasn't bad, <laughs> but it definitely went in the moodier range, which I think Chris Cornell solo was the moodiest oh, yeah, of yeah, it, yeah. which I never got into any of that. I'm not saying that he wasn't talented or anything. That's no. for sure. Yeah. But I think I also prefer my Chris Cornell to be screaming. Metal. I like
0: my Chris Cornell going, What?
1: Me too. I really do. I agree with that. You want to get into this album? I do. I do too.
0: Here we go. We're starting off with a fucking song I think most people know, including Johnny Cash himself. Rusty Cage. So I'm going to say this now, we are not listening to that. People have heard it enough. I am not playing that for everyone. That's
1: fine. I just, I'm really surprised that I will always be surprised, as I think everyone else is. Like, yeah, Johnny Cash said he listened to a lot of different kinds of music. But the fact that he heard this song and decided I'm gonna cover this, yeah, is interesting.
0: It's very interesting.
1: Um, I think it's what's interesting. You were gonna say until I interrupted. Sorry, we were. I told him to turn my volume up. and It sounded weird to you guys. Um, I
0: don't remember what to say. Oh, I think
1: Johnny Cash might had it. It's cool of him to
0: look past. You know, maybe it's not like his tones that he likes, but he's like. I'm listening to the actual songwriting of something. It, this could be a song in any genre, and he did it. It's, it's a good cover. It's a really good cover. It's
1: hard for me to hear this and not just be impressed. Like what Chris Cornell could do vocally. Uh, plus, you have the you know the heavy, high energy. Like it's it's just it's good. It's I'm a good. big fan.
0: I think it's particularly good, because it is odd time signature, but you don't know it. Like, Frank Zappa, for instance, can write odd time signature stuff, and you will know it. Your body feels it, and you're like, this is weird. Yeah. They are writing in odd time signatures, but the way they wrote the riff, and the way the drummer is playing it, it doesn't make your body go, huh? But it's still in some weird time signature. I can't remember what it is, but it's not just like... One, two, three, four Even though I just did
1: it (laughs) This was their third single from this album They only had three singles But this came out September 24th of 1991 So this is early in the grunge Yeah Alternative metal Hot rock of the 90s (laughs) Getting out of that hair metal But still having a little bit of that vocal influence Which is what I like about Chris Cornell Yeah Is that he definitely I mean he doesn't sound like an 80s hair metal guy But he is willing to hit those notes and do what some people might consider to be goofy. But because of, I don't know, I don't know if it was just that he could also sound like this. Yeah. I don't know if it was, I don't know what it is. It just sounds really good when he does it. Whereas I'm not necessarily a fan of someone else would do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think what it is with him is the production style of it not putting a shit ton of fucking reverb on it. And it's behind, or it's on top of music that is moody. Like, I bet he could have sounded cheesy if you put him on some, like, 80s bullshit, you know? (laughs) But for some reason, he just sounds... About to get good. Oh, real good. You know, this did not chart in the U.S. It's a single, but it did not chart in the U.S. Stupid.
1: It's shocking to me.
0: I've known this song for a long time. I remember
1: it being... To me, it was a hit. I'm surprised it it wasn't a hit. Because it's it makes it even more surprising to me if it wasn't a hit, that Johnny Cash would have chosen it.
0: I think it was way more of a hit when Johnny Cash did it, too. It's like oh, Hurt. Oh, for sure. I think Hurt was a way bigger hit when Johnny Cash did it as well. I think so. Yeah.
1: I never... I was aware that it was a cover, but I didn't hear... Hurt the original version until after Johnny Cash's version.
0: All this guitar stuff is so weird. It's weird timing and it fucking rules. No,
1: yeah. It's definitely different. And it's definitely good.
0: I read too that this was like And he like wants the... to
1: break his rusty Cajun run. Yeah. What's a Cajun run? <laughs> it's when you get
0: a bunch of like... Creole, uh, wait, no, Cajuns and Creoles are cr- two different things, aren't they?
1: It's in the same boat down there. It's in a same boat down there how <laughs> the we of Louisiana. Hey, I'm Creole, I got some French, I got some French-Canadian in me, which makes me sound weird, because I got a French-Canadian hillbilly. <laughs> I remember. It's the weirdest shit ever (laughs) it is it really is such a weird sound (laughs) french canadian massive south hillbilly doesn't make sense (laughs) it it is the weirdest combination
0: my mom and i were watching diagnosis murder one time back in the day starring dick van dyke okay and his son i don't remember his son's name
1: wasn't jerry was it Maybe, I
0: don't know, sounds good. Jerry Van Dyke?
1: Was his, Yeah, was his son the one who was on coach? No, that was his brother. Uh, that makes sense. Continue That <laughs> guy's way too
0: old to be his son. <laughs>
1: that makes sense. And
0: uh, there was an episode where like some Cajuns or Creole people <laughs> stole somebody's baby. <laughs> and they were on the phone and they were like... Give us the money, and we'll give you the bebe.
1: The bebe. The The Cajuns. Dick Van Dyke is ninety-five years old, and his nice. birthday is the day after mine. Even though he was really? born years before me, yeah, he's a December nineteenth, nineteen twenty-five.
0: What was his brother? Was his brother's name Jerry?
1: Um, let's see. It looks like his son was Barry. Close to jerry (laughs) uh we have grandchildren i'm trying to look at not that his
0: name was that that was the son barry van dyke that's a horrible name jerry van dyke sounds great jerry was his brother that's why it sounds good because i've known that name for a long time
1: he died wow jerry van dyke only died in 2018 man those
0: van dykes live forever don't they
1: they do, but he was younger. He was six years younger than Dick. I think Dick is the old one.
0: Jerry always looked uh, a little bit more out of shape than Jerry, or God damn it,
1: than Dick, <sighs> than Richard Dyke, Dick Dyke. I guess t-
0: the key to long life is to trip over ottomans every day.
1: Richard Wayne Van Dyke. Imagine if he didn't use Van. Richard Wayne Van Dyke. If he just went by Dick Dyke. Dick Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's horrible. You gotta put the fan <laughs>
0: in there. I'm gonna move on. Let's go to Outshine.
1: When I think of this, when I hear this song, you would never think of it because you've never seen the movie. But You don't know this. Yeah, I do. Brad okay. Pitt's first movie that he was in.
0: Interview with a vampire?
1: No. Okay. okay. <laughs> 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 it was um True Romance. And this song plays. Really? With him. So I always think of that movie, and it's Brad Pitt, young Brad Pitt with longer hair, and he's sitting uh, in a trailer and he is smoking weed out of a honey bear. Out of like uh, a little okay. homemade honey bear. I've, I've heard about bomb. this
0: from you, I think.
1: That movie is great. You've got to watch that movie. You've got to see true romance. I've got to watch anything. Yeah, you do. It's oh. a good movie. You'd love it. It has fucking Christopher Walken and Dennis Hopper and them there's a scene specifically with them together which is intense insane oh you will appreciate this movie true romance is worth it even though Christian Slater's in it so that's definitely the downside Christian Slater's in (laughs) it and Patricia Arquette's mouth oh and Patricia Arquette her mouth I sound more like Ronald Reagan (laughs) <laughs> you kind of do Yeah true <laughs>
2: Hello so, mommy
0: <laughs> So I love
1: this song I think this oh, song yeah. is great I like this song More than Rusty Cage I would say um, I think I do too I just think this song is It's just perfect I've got nothing bad to say About this song at all just... And
0: the, It's just the such notes. good rhythms In this fucking album
1: And vocally he's incredible Oh he's on top I can't think... I don't think that he... I think he's respected as a vocalist, but I just don't think he gets as much respect as he should have gotten. Because, I mean, he was, like, to me, like a step below Freddie Mercury. Like, with what he could do vocally and the notes he could hit. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I agree.
0: I agree. It's like you said earlier during that one song, it's like, is it because he can do this too? And he'll get down and just be like... Mm-hmm. He has I, agree. A I, nice, think that, I think you'll never get to that. I think i will never get to that level because of the type of music it was on top mm-hmm. of. Unfortunately,
1: because people could maybe argue that they think he was yelling or screaming. And I was
0: going to say that too. Like unlike Freddie Mercury, he puts distortion in his scream too.
1: But he's, he is still singing. Just,
0: yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm not saying he's screaming. I should say his high pitched scream. He adds some grit to. And as soon as people, some people hear that, he has they're way like, more oh, he doesn't have any. It. No, he consciously is putting that on there. And he he just, can do it without it. Yeah. I mean, in fact, you have to be able to do it without it to then put it on top of it. Otherwise, you are just going,
1: yeah! <laughs> Like, he's hitting a fucking note. I think he had a great voice Yeah, true belting power And just a good sounding voice Yeah, you know he understands the
0: mechanisms of everything Fucking doing it right Although, didn't I hear that I remember some story, I don't know what album it was But he went on tour after it And he blew his fucking voice because he was singing incorrectly
1: Which is why he stopped singing like this so much I'm glad we at least got an album or two of this I mean, this album is pretty solid for the screams. Oh, yeah. I heard he took lessons from
0: uh, you? Jerry Rocket Launch from Tough uh, Knuckle. That makes sense. Once he heard, I've
2: got fetal like alcohol syndrome for you, babe.
0: He was in. God
1: damn, I do a pretty good impression you of do Jerry a Tough Knuckle. really? A Jerry, Jerry tough Rocket tough Launch. <laughs> oh, my God, you don't even know. <laughs> Oh, you do a good Jerry! Rock. Everybody, look out for the Tough Knuckle album coming out soon. I wish I could remember his mom's name. She did an ad on our podcast <laughs> once. We'll have to check the archives. Just for Jerry Rocket Launch, because she loves her boy so much.
0: Show me the I read that uh, the ba- new bass player for this album, and they said that he was like hugely beneficial to the writing process, and it just like took it to the top. We. Like, this playing is their... with fun timings and stuff.
1: It's technically their third studio album. Yeah. I
0: didn't realize that. They've worked with Terry Date again, and Terry Date did a lot of albums that I like. I can't name any for you, but I know Terry Date's been involved in many projects that I enjoy. They might have done some Metallica stuff. Can't move it.
1: This was their uh, highest charting album.
0: Album, and this song made it to the U.S. charts, too, at 45. The other two singles, like Jesus Christ Pose and Rusty Cage, they don't do shit in America. But the UK, they got all three. The UK's always better for fucking liking music. That was the good. second
1: single. Yeah, they're definitely more respecting of heavy metal in other countries. And arts in general. Like, mm-hmm. I know in Italy. Like the Swedes love art. Yes, Oliver, (laughs) you like art
0: too. This has nothing to do with music, but it is art based and it's skateboarding, which I I love all these things that I've just mentioned. In Italy, they build like stuff out of marble, but they'll make transitions and stuff that they want the skaters to skate because they feel it's part of the art too. And I think that's really cool. That's just another example of like European countries being like,
1: yeah, we like things. Be fruitful. Have fun. Yeah, we embrace. I don't know. identity and fun (laughs) and active activities
0: oliver's Oliver's being very vocal today
1: he is it could be because i took him outside for a brief amount of time oh you spoiled i I held him the whole time and he cried why are there two
0: heating vents in this one room i just noticed this
1: because this house was very small and consisted of three rooms when it was built they're right next to each other almost, too. Like they're not even four feet apart. Well, I'm sorry. They're specifically under windows, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's weird. Anyway, I just noticed that. I like that song. You like that How song? How the
1: hell did you just notice that when you've lived in this house forever? It's my brain. For your
0: forever? It's my brain. It's weird. It doesn't work right. It doesn't work right. Let's move along <laughs> to the next song.
1: Slaves and Bulldozers. Oh, my God. This bass line kicks ass. If I could karaoke this song or something. Oh, yeah. I would love it. This song is so fun to me and good. I don't know what it is about this song. Because obviously it has a, a, a very dark sounding title, Slaves and Bulldozers. Yeah. But yeah, the song is very good.
0: Yeah, I love the bass line right just off the It's been a big beginning.
1: cream fest so far in this <laughs> like episode. It's going to be the whole
2: time.
1: Uh, there are some songs I think it drops off for me, but I I think it is especially the first four songs hitting you straight out the gate with which we're only on the third, but just heavy songs that are fantastic to me this
0: song has a doom feel to me like it's like a tempo above what you would consider doom but the elements are still all there I see
1: that I didn't see it before you said it but that makes sense
0: like a doom band could take this and slow it down even more and it would work I like this voice of him too where it's like wow it's like mid range but it still has that like weird oh Oh. Australia. Is it this? Off? Yes.
1: It's imperfect. Like, I don't know. Like just, it's <laughs> so good. I like but that. Those notes are insane. <laughs> you don't get many singers. I, I think. I think he and uh, Alice in Chains, with Lane and Jerry Cantrell combined vocally, are probably some of like are probably '90s rock best oh, vocalist, yeah. if you ask me.
0: I agree. So we consider Soundgarden grunge, right? We consider
1: Alice in Chains grunge. I would, because they have songs like "Grind."
0: So we and consider Wood. Pearl Jam. All the, like Nirvana to an extent.
1: Yeah, Nirvana is definitely okay. a part of it.
0: That's what to me makes Soundgarden and Alice in Chains stand above anybody else in the grunge era. Their vocal prowess is insane. Puts it over the fucking top. They can, I also
1: think they went heavier than the other bands. They too. did. They
0: definitely did. But like, uh, what's his name for Pearl Jam? Eddie Vetter. has nothing vocally on either of those dudes. He's good <laughs> at singing in his own right. Yeah, but, but no. Comparative. These guys blow him out of the fucking water. I think Eddie
1: Vedder's okay vocally. I think he's very sloppy in a way that's not, like, an acceptable sloppy. Like, like the Sloppy Boys or Frank Zappa's guitar playing. I was going to sneeze, but it didn't happen. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why I felt like I needed to make that statement, but I do think... Which I mean, you agree with me, so it's it works. But yeah, when you come and I love STP, but I oh think, that was
0: one I was going to mention too, STP. Yeah,
1: I think that they are lower on the list of the grunge. Like they have grunge aspects earlier in their career, but I think they moved away from grunge completely pretty quickly.
0: But I do like you. But their first said. album was more grunge. Yeah. They came out as grunge. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, but yeah, I would say grunge-wise, Soundgarden and Alice in Chains are the best, in my opinion.
0: And then I get to a point where, like, should I even call it grunge? Like, it almost seems like a label that didn't even need to exist, and it was just like, this is almost just heavy metal, <laughs> really. <It's>, yeah,
1: grunge <laughs> is weird to be like, this is a new thing, because it, it was just, I, it was a new because it was so different from the 80s hair metal. And that, that's, that's what that's it was. Point. And
0: it's not like Slayer metal it's not like Metallica metal
1: yeah so it was that that was so big that grunge was literally the opposite of it it was we're not going to be high maintenance we're not going to have makeup and fucking yeah. leotards we're going to wear <laughs> yeah. jeans with holes in them we're going to have we're gonna lumberjack wear what I shirts slept in man <laughs> yeah i'm going to have long ratty hair it was the it was the reaction to that for sure the opposite of that
0: and i thought of this too within the grunge bands you can say like is like the punk grunge band. Soundgarden's like the heavy metal grunge band. I think so. Pearl Jam is like the... Uh, the indie? Indie rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alice in Chains is like the blues grunge band to uh-huh. me. I think so. Yeah. It's like they all came out of their own but those, scene they but were the, share the same orb.
1: They were also the big ones. I mean, when that time yeah. was on, there were a lot of no-hit, one-hit yeah. bands as well rolling through that had that sound.
2: Yeah. I
0: agree. I'd i like to know about some of those bands. Maybe there's bands that are like, dude, if you like Soundgarden, you need to hear Red Fire Hydrant. This band fucking rules. They came out of the same town. They hung out with them, but you've never heard of them.
2: <laughs> is that a good band name?
1: Red Fire Hydrant? Yeah. <laughs> Tickets on sale for their weekend festival <laughs> in the summertime. This song is called a dog pissed on me again. Whoa, no! And then this song is called Kids Dancing in the Summertime. I've got just as good
2: What's as Chris Cornell.
1: <laughs> you need to sit yourself down in that
0: chair. This is a fucking seven minute long song, and I never realized I that. never
1: realized that either. I think this song is just a jammer. For me, this is a song to get lost in easily. So I never would have guessed seven minutes unless I wasn't in the mood for it. But for me, it's hard to hear this and then not be in. I mean, because, you know, you kind of have to be in the mood for certain things. But once the song starts, you're immediately in the mood.
0: Yeah. Especially here we go again.
1: We get grit at this at the end of this. To a growl
0: that scream at the end he's giving it everything his throat has and doesn't uh-huh. care if he's hurting it
1: <laughs> but it sounds amazing yeah <laughs> I, which i was
0: gonna bring up i've been doing a lot of like vocal research and stuff trying to figure out how to get like a to be on stage and do it well
1: yeah and
0: almost every guy's like Well, on stage, I do it safely, but if we're in the studio, I do whatever I have to do to make it sound right. I don't care if I'm bleeding after this session. I don't have to go tour for 30 more days. Let's go home and rest for two fucking days.
1: Yeah, until you <laughs> pop something in your throat yeah, <laughs> and have to have I,
2: surgery.
0: I, some guys are like, you don't want to be that extreme, but yeah. don't be afraid to get a little rough in the studio if you have to.
1: I think it's interesting that once this fourth song plays, we will have all three of the singles. <laughs> You're right. I never thought about within that. The, I mean, this album is very front-loaded when it comes to... Single material, I think, because so far, three songs in, this song is I mean, this album is fantastic, in my opinion. I'm completely on board, and I'm gonna have to say, it's not gonna change at all as soon as this next song kicks in called
0: Jesus Christ Post.
1: Their first single from the album wouldn't have been funny if uh, Johnny Cash covered this song.
2: (laughs) Jesus.
0: I like the chaos at the beginning of this and just the bass and the drums or the
1: actual rhythm and that guitar just mess Yeah. I like that
0: I understand it though them saying like the bass player came in and like magic happened when you get a guy that's good at bass bass is one of those instruments there's a million good guitar players but a bass player being really good, it, you're, it you're like... It stands out.
1: Because <laughs> bass can easily just be something that follows along with the percussion and just fades in and just has like kind of a foundational thing but doesn't have to do a lot. When I agree. When you have a good creative bass player who does something different and has little things here and there that stand out, it makes a world of difference.
0: It does, and I'm going to extend it even further. I was even talking about people that can't even fade in with the rhythm because they just suck at the bass. (laughs) Like, I'll take a bass player who fades in with the rhythm, at least then you're on time. (laughs) I've met a lot of bass players who don't know what the fuck they're doing. This is a six-minute song. Sorry, Tom Jeffries. I'm not talking about you. Or am I?
1: You're talking <laughs> about <laughs> Travis specifically. Oh,
0: yeah. Mostly Travis. God, you suck at the bass, Travis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've only heard you play bass once, Travis. I, I've never noticed them sucking, so... I mean, you look like you're having fun. I don't think I can hear the bass sometimes. Sometimes I just don't because I think I also, my ears go to the percussion. Yeah. I hear vocals and I hear percussion before most other things. But it's also hard not to hear guitar. Yeah, bass is just usually the last thing I'll hear unless it's strong, it's turned up, it's doing its own thing, it's being, like, super creative and whatever. I just, I mean, we've talked about this many times on this podcast, the bass is something I don't usually... I can't usually pick out. No offense.
0: A lot of times it's mixed that way. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it's because they weren't uh, good.
1: <laughs> well, is that or if bass is there for support a lot of times. Like, yeah. most of the time, I think bass is more support than...
0: Yeah. And that is its main job.
1: Than being... Yeah, because you're not the vocalist. You're not the guitar. You're not riffing so much. Unless... It's a special situation.
0: Unless you're less Claypool. Unless, unless Claypool. Unless, unless, unless Claypool. Ah! Uh, we haven't talked much about this song. I think this song is really cool because it amps up at the beginning. And then, like, when it gets to the Jesus Christ pose part, which is technically the chorus, it lays down. It's really weird. Most of the time, choruses are the That's climax true. sounding.
2: But.
1: It does calm down. Even this, yeah, like right you'll now hear this the is up right to here, it. yeah, because he goes into it screaming from this like bridge. And that's, I guess I never noticed that, but it's very true. And then huge, and then,
2: and this is even the more.
0: Uh, uppity, uppity, is that
1: the be using? You mean <laughs> the music, like the guitar? It's the, right. Yeah, the
0: guitar comes in and earlier it didn't do that da, 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 da. Da, da, da. earlier it was just laid back and still just like this tone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this part.
2: Yeah. Odd
0: timing stuff. Intricate odd timing stuff that when it's nailed it's not noticeable that it's weird. It's just awesome.
1: I, I'm not a big, I'm not a heavy metal fan, but I definitely like I mean, you could consider this like alternative metal. I love this. There's a lot. I think this is great. I like a lot of alternative metal. I like a lot of like hard rock. It's just when it hit, when it goes over into heavy metal, it's it goes over a line for me. But I, I love this. To me, this sounds so good. Yeah, but I like I'm so into this.
0: And there's a lot of metal techniques in this. A Fuck turn.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I think the song is. I'd like somebody to.
0: Take a couple metal songs and remix them without, with like these mixing techniques, and see if you would enjoy more metal songs. We get
1: a growl here, another growl, but a real growl. Do you think that an effect was oh, yeah. used for that? Huge you don't think that there. was his real voice? I don't think so. I don't think he became the <laughs> devil for a second there. <laughs> that was a ridiculous tone. I like those Very Scrappy very, uh, sounding
0: Almost Like if you heard that noise You were walking around in an empty house by yourself And all of a sudden from the other room you
1: heard Yeah you know, it's like <laughs> frantic or manic Is kind of how that sound feels I'm frantic manic, nice to meet you I'm Franny Manny People love my pies But they don't know I'm crazy <laughs>
0: Back to the mess And the song, it's like a bookend Chaos, back to chaos.
1: Yeah, this is probably the heaviest song on the album. I would, I might say, definitely so far. It's, it's fucking raw. It's raw. Fucking raw, man. (laughs) I didn't say man. I did. I said raw. So, nineteen ninety one came out September
0: twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one. That means I was freshly. I said that six years old.
1: You were fresh, dressed like six hundred bucks. So I'm six years old, that means I have bowl cuts. Uh, what do you think you were worth at, at six years old? Do you think you were worth about $600? Worth if, to, in what way? In in the sense of someone stealing you and trafficking you. Worth, I was worth way more than $600. You think so? You I th- know so. You can't be in the sun for very long. You're a whiny, spoiled brat, and you look like a dinosaur. I'm whining and spoiled because of the person who raised me. <laughs> I, I sound like I was just attacking you as a six-year-old, and I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: I think you'll remember the beginning of this episode. And all I did was make fun of a little noise you made, and now you're literally sitting here like,
1: you're not worth $600 as a child. No, I said you were worth not more than $600 I as a I think I was worth... I was not worth $600 as a six-year-old. I think kids are worth more than that no matter what. I was abused and damaged. I was probably worth about Doesn't 75 cents. You're even better than You're easier to control. That's true. <laughs> I was very moldable.
0: I don't know. Look it up right now. Find out how much it is to buy a kid on the black market. Say, type in, how much to buy a six-year-old on the black market.
1: How much (laughs) does a six year old (laughs) go for? Go for. On the black Marquette. As soon as you hit enter on the phone, a police officer shows up at her front door. Price for babies rising. And wider black market. Well, that's a New York Times story from 1976.
0: I don't give a shit. Oh, we're not going to find out. Do we have anybody that's in the black market that can let us know in the future?
1: Babies for sale on black market in Russia exposed. It doesn't seem that there's any sort of pricing chart, Gosh. which is really unfortunate. It's just a <laughs> lot of um, stories about how you shouldn't sell kids <laughs> on the black market. <laughs> What a shame. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get my answer.
0: Well, I personally think I was worth more than $600. Did I ever tell you about the time my mom thought someone did steal me? Had a uh,
1: Did she tell you about the mass amount of relief she had <laughs> and then had guilt and then had to find you? No, I found her crying
0: in the car. <laughs> I was at a restaurant with her, and she went to the bathroom, and I was like, oh, the music store is right next door. And we were done, so I just wrote a note on the thing, I said, hey, I went to the music store next door, and I left, and I was gone for like 30 minutes. I was like, man, she's still not over here? Mm-hmm. So I walked back over to the restaurant, and she was in the parking lot in her car crying. And I was like, I was like, hey, and she was just like,
2: where were you?
0: I was like, Why well, I left the note. She was like, I came back, and the table was cleaned off. I didn't know who you were. I thought somebody stole you. It was, it was wild. And all I was doing was over there looking at, like, drumsticks, and Guitar picks and stuff.
1: Well, I did uh, try to specifically look up how much ginger kids are worth on the black market, but it doesn't want to give me that information. This is bullshit. Um, But there is a website that kind of breaks down some, like, if you wanted to sell your hair, your sperm, uh, you know, your womb space to be a surrogate and stuff, but not actual, like, selling body parts. Okay, well, how much is my sperm worth? Your sperm is probably not worth a lot, <laughs> but let me look it up here. <laughs> oh,
0: I guess it's infested with THC and bumbling around.
1: Sperm is eighty to a hundred dollars per donation.
0: But they don't take ones with like chemicals in it, right?
1: Yeah, they do. They take anything. Even with fucking THC, you were swimming around those bad boys. Yeah. Because that's the most dangerous fucking thing that could be in your blood. I still don't think they're allowed to take I mean, there's there's anything spermies. in it. spermies. Like even if you take antidepressants, will they take it? No, because you can get bad blood transfusions.
2: Bad blood.
1: I don't think you can now, but people used to get fucking like AIDS yeah. from bad, from blood transfusions. So they, I think they maybe filter it out now, but they definitely didn't at a, at a time get the AIDS out. You gotta get <sighs> the AIDS I'm out sure of they the just blood. Don't take the, you AIDS, gotta AIDS, get blood. the AIDS out. Of the blood, unless the people don't tell you that they have AIDS, and then you take the blood, and then you give someone else AIDS. AIDS blood, AIDS blood, takes the it's AIDS, AIDS out it's of it's your blood. AIDS blood.
0: blood. Could I buy AIDS filters?
1: That's what they do now. They, they filter ju- your AIDS. just
0: coffee filters? They just run it through a coffee
1: machine? I don't know why you're asking me. I'm not a scientist.
0: Yes, you are. That's the thing. All right, let's move well, on. Face pollution. This is a song about me. (laughs) Because my
1: face is so ugly, Michelle. No, it's because you have a mouth that talks. That's where your pollution comes from. It comes from the thing on your face. You're you're not bad to look at, but you're uh, horrible to listen to.
0: (laughs) 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 What do you think about this, uh, Dracul?
1: This is... It's okay, it's just not for me as much. It, it feels more like an angsty boy song to me. Um, yeah, this song kind of drops off for me a little bit. What do you think about this song? I call it good filler. That's not bad, but it's just like, like it's,
0: it's filler. It doesn't stand out, but it's a good song, so I still enjoy it. It sounds like it still belongs on the album. It doesn't sound out of nowhere.
1: It's much shorter than the other songs. It's actually the shortest song on the album. Yeah, it feels like I said more angsty. It almost sounds like like it doesn't sound punk, but it almost has like more of a punk vibe or like more of a punk attitude. More of a I don't give a shit. Or the other songs, I don't know. It sounds like he gave more of a shit. Like there's just more of like a nihilistic vibe. I would say lyrically, vocally, the music's makes me feel like I'm playing I'm in an arcade in the 90s
0: I that's my favorite part of the whole song it's that weird timing back and forth <laughs> and then
2: thanks fall ocean
0: <laughs> like this stuff
2: it's like progressive rock
0: yeah so I like it <laughs> and that drummer's just killing it right
2: there
0: it's excellent playing without being in your face, even though it's in your face, but it doesn't feel in your face. It's very
1: in-your-face pollution. <laughs> oh. A oh. face. Yeah.
2: Face <laughs> pollution.
1: And it is fun to <laughs> All these songs <laughs> so far are fun to sing, too. Oh, of course. Face <laughs> pollution. When just sliding up into that fun falsetto. Fun falsetto. It's the fun falsetto voice. <laughs> We're like face pollution, face pollution, face
2: pollution. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm gonna to try to sing it now without grit.
2: Face pollution, face pollution. I spit everywhere. This.
0: Yeah.
1: It's face. way more fun to put the face pollution. <laughs> It also wow. hurts your throat much more. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it is all throat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chef Knuckle. Come on, people.
2: I Oliver
1: really liked that. Us singing like that <sighs> made him wake up it and did. come to us. Oliver's the rock and roll cat. He's been the rock and roll cat since the beginning.
0: <laughs> what do you have to say about that, Oliver? Do your best impression with Chris Cornell,
1: Oliver. Oliver, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell. He's not talking, but he's fighting you. That's for sure.
0: He didn't want to make any noise. I didn't want to squeeze him either and be mean just to get a noise yeah, out of Yeah, I'm him. glad so you didn't squeeze him. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I wanted to, but I didn't. I wanted to be
1: like, perform. Perform for me. He's a sweet living baby. I don't know why he would do that. I didn't do that. We should listen to one more song and then I take a pee so. break. You're
0: actually... Absolutely correct, because it's the sixth song out of 12. Here we go. Yes, I can count, too.
1: Somewhere over the rainbow.
0: I like this beginning with that weird effect. Somewhere,
1: you definitely still have that angsty in the very beginning, and then you get a little more moody Chris Cornell, which I'm fine with this. I have nothing against this.
0: Yeah, I like this song, too.
1: And I mean I even like I'm saying I, I enjoy this sound. I'm okay sometimes, but yeah, I think I think Chris Cornell's just such a good singer. He was. Until he hung out too close to the doorknob. <laughs> he was killed. That's what people say. That's what some people say. Those same people probably also talk about the earth not being round. <laughs>
0: I think this is one of those songs that's a very good example of, if it wasn't Chris Cornell singing over it, this would be a very dull song. mm
1: uh-huh. His voice is so interesting, and he really carries something like this, because, yeah, it is just more a kind of a plain Jane song. Yeah. But I like it. I like what he does.
0: I like the writing of his song, just the mood of it.
1: Yeah, I like how it sounds. And I
0: like these parts. Dun, dun, dun. They
1: they have this. It sounds like this would be on a movie soundtrack to me. For it
0: some does. You're right, like Last Action
1: Hero. Uh. Oh man, don't don't push me. <laughs> don't push me into the next episode. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about that, but oh man. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: That Last Action Hero has Tom Noonan in it. Last Action Hero. Tom Noonan was the guy I interviewed while I was drunk, and I was like got tom newton here and he was like i'm currently on work release from indiana state in a century i love that this album they have such an appreciation for intricate things to play with each other like the drums when they line up with the guitar riffs and it's like, da-da, da-da, da-da. like i love syncopation rhythms
1: I don't always love it, like, when people sing the same rhythm or whatever you would say. Like, hitting the... You know what I mean. Like, singing along with the instruments kind of... Yeah. Like, they're dancing Following together. The, yeah. And I'm not always usually a fan of that, but I enjoy that in this song. That, his voice yeah. just blew out. Yeah, there. that was uh,
0: fucking himself up. <laughs>
1: and I'm surprised they kept that in there, because it was... It was still in notes. (laughs) Not eventually, no. I think it was.
0: It was the same note, but it was still in the...
1: the I mean, every note is within the... I thought it was still in key. (laughs) They're all in the uh, staff somewhere. It's just, are they right or wrong? Are they sharp or are they flat? I
0: didn't say it was chromatic.
1: Definitely wasn't chromatic.
0: I didn't realize the neighbors had a... Uh, fucking St. Patrick's Day thing up.
1: They always put things up for the seasons and the holidays. It sounds like this song is over, but it's not actually over, right? Doesn't it go on for a little bit it's longer? It's got a little like, bit bit more back? stuff, yep.
0: It's actually got almost a minute left on it. Because this song is like 421,
1: bro. Does it, it comes back, though, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it like does this weird the volume fade in. Starts- it gets like, Spacey sounding, Kevin Spacey sounding.
1: Yeah, you see, I'm I'm Frank Underwood, and I'm gonna ruin your life, and I'm gonna touch your penis. Great Frank Underwood impression. It's really bad. But it was fun.
0: (laughs) That's funny because I was gonna ask you to do a Kevin Spacey impression, and I didn't have to say a word. welcome. I don't even know what Frank Underwood sounds like, but I
1: know it wasn't that. (laughs) It was like, I'm very southern here, and I'm Frank Underwood, and I'm gonna gonna put the the jello in the pudding pop, and then I'm gonna put it in the middle soon, and you're gonna eat it, and then you're gonna... You're gonna go to sleep and, and then
0: I'm gonna touch a baby. Hello, I'm Kevin Spacey. <laughs> this is fun and stupid.
1: Wow. Is that a. Wow. He <laughs> tried to. Was that walking? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Who's this? Abigail Kiss the Rain. Do you remember this song? No. It's from the 90s. Kiss the rain. (laughs) No, I have no idea what's going on anymore. And now, can you hear me? Am I getting through to you? Why don't you, why don't you go outside, go outside, kiss the rain? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what you're
0: doing. We just evolved into this. (laughs) <laughs> Voices thing. Yeah, I'm, what was that?
1: It's it's Kiss the Rain. It sounded to so. me like you were doing a He in your hand, he in your head. No, that that's that's not correct. This is Billy Myers, is who this is actually by. You don't remember Kiss the Rain, huh? Not the way you did it. Um, I I'm pretty sure I was dead on. <laughs> The song is beautiful. It sounds like Natalie and Bruglia so far. No, it doesn't. Hello. hello, hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Am I getting through to you? Hello. <laughs> I have no idea what this is at all. <laughs> I'm surprised. There you go. Why don't you, why don't you go outside, go outside, kiss the rain Whenever you need me
0: rain. This is all
1: new to me. <laughs> kiss the rain. I can't believe you don't know kiss the rain. Uh, I was pretty lucky for a while that I didn't know it. Why don't you, why don't you go outside, go outside, kiss the rain? Yeah, to me it's going, Why don't you, why don't you
0: go outside, go outside, kiss the rain, kiss the
1: rain, kiss the rain That's good sound. <laughs> I liked that. I don't know why you did that, but I like that you did that.
0: Felt right. Alright, you wanna go to break, my love, so right. you can go pee pee? Dude, I don't All like right. when
1: you talk to me like that, but yes. You wanna go you're a nate?
0: Let's get out of here. I'm going to make
1: a Jesus Christ pose and stand over the toilet and (laughs) pee into it. Let's see how it goes. Let's see. I'll video it. We'll be back. Bye.
0: Jesus Christ, what are you doing here? Don't you know that there's general bad guys outside with
2: guns? You better leave. But before you do, presenting to you.
0: Welcome to the ninth annual Glenville County Park and Chuck and Pumpkin and Chuck Competition. We would all like to thank every last one of you for coming out today. But first, before we get to the pumpkin chunking, I would like to offer my theories about what is actually happening. in... Alien- hey, nice to meet you. You chunking pumpkins?
2: Yeah, I'm chunking pumpkins. You pumpkin chunking?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pumpkin chunking. Alright, hey, you think that guy's
2: pumpkin chunking?
0: Uh, oh yeah, he's definitely pumpkin chunking. Question is, is he chunking pumpkin
2: True, true.
0: One punkin chunker I'll always be wondering if somebody chunkin punkin.
2: Hey, come on, punkin chunkin'. Got to recognize chunkin' punkin when punkin
0: chunkin' starts chunkin' punkin'. Excuse me, are y'all chunkin' punkins? Yeah.
1: Chunkin' punkin like punkin' chunkins going out of style.
0: Say, you chunkin' punkin? Garin' chunkin' punkin teed I am. Well, like we said, punkin chunkin' recognized chunkin' pumpkins. Well, good luck today at the contest. Yep, yep.
2: What a fucking chunkin' punk. Nobody really the
1: Hello, welcome back here.
0: Yeah, welcome back. That we was,
1: appreciate you. That was Kiss the oh, Rain, that song we were talking about earlier.
0: What about were, it? That, that was that song. I don't know what you're talking about. The song we just came into
1: was that song. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Welcome back to the podcast. Ooh, welcome back. We are currently reviewing Bad Motor Finger. Yeah, and I'm
0: currently trying to get back to Bad Motor Finger. All right. Yes, we are back. Uh, My Soundgarden. Soundgarden. You may know them as Soundgarden. Starring Chris Cornell and some other dudes. <laughs> Chris Cornell quit. Kim he quit. <laughs> Kim Thayil. Isn't that the one of the guys? It's the other guitar player. One with the big You're beard. talking to the wrong person. No,
1: I'm not. I'm talking to you.
0: You're the podcast uh, co-host. I'm talking to the right person.
1: I'm eating a Ghirardelli dark chocolate raspberry square and it's delicious that's all i care about right now
2: <laughs>
0: all right let's get back into this uh bad motor finger we just listened to somewhere and we're getting back in with searching with my good eye closed which is a one hell of a title
1: was that supposed to be his third eye or his pee hole
0: i guess it's his brown
1: i always forget that i don't know why
0: what about the brown eye
1: yeah, you'd think that I'd remember the brown eye.
0: you think this song shouldn't have faded in.
1: Bill Nye the brown eye? <laughs>
0: Bill, n- Bill, now th- Bill, now?
1: Bill Bill now, Nye, Nye the
0: brown eye. Brown, 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 brown. Brown, 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 brown. Brown, brown. brown
1: rules. <laughs> Poop rules. Duh. There we go.
0: Now we're getting into the faded. In.
1: Cause we're searching with our good eye closed, but we're we're traveling through the muck and the mud, and we're figuring out with our bad eyes. This is
0: forty-eight seconds so far faded.
1: You got a problem with it? This is my good eye. This is my Do brown. You a Do you hear a cow? In my brown way A rooster says. <laughs> Is a pig. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michelle. Oh,
2: that's, nice.
1: that's the devil.
0: Yeah, Chris Cornell's the devil. I could have told you that.
1: So could have Peter at the gate. Isn't it Peter?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Or wait, Peter's the one who blows the horn. I don't know. I don't remember. The heavenly
0: gates. Is that what you're talking about? Of
1: course, Sam.
0: St. Peter.
1: It is Saint Peter. I think so. Saint
0: Peter. I'm not Mr. Religious.
1: Peter is my favorite word to say in whatever accent I unsuccessfully do. Peter. Peter. Peter.
2: Peter. Peter.
1: They're, they're all leaning towards like a cockney. They're a cockney version of whatever.
2: Peter. <laughs> Peter. Peter.
0: Peter. What do you think about this song? Peter. Hey, uh, I think this song is alright. This is another one of those just uh, just in the background, kind of.
1: Yeah, it's it's a fine uh mellow song. Got nothing against it.
0: Just kind of hard, like you said. They front loaded it so Jesus. much. Yeah. That it's easy to like zone out by this point. Not that you don't like it, but it's just.
1: It was just so high energy in yeah. the first handful of songs that it definitely turns into more of background music. But it's not bad. I mean, I certainly wouldn't turn it off. So it's... I wouldn't just be like, yeah, only the hits and then I'm out. But... It's good. It's got a good groove. But then this almost seems something about when he hits that note it almost feels a little more like cheesy i don't know
0: well especially because he's saying like sky
1: (laughs) yeah it's just that he goes up so high but yeah when he's like with my good eye closed like i'm fine with that
0: i like the drummer kind of shines on this song just before he did like Uh this really tight pretty metal fill, but it doesn't sound metal it just sounded really tight it helps that they don't put the intense clicks on, like, his kick drum and stuff that it doesn't sound like. I'm going so to It's got
1: it's a great punch so to it. It's not It's got a great
0: punch to it, and you can hear the kick drum, but it's not that.
1: It's got a good punch and a good kick. Cla- You're, so you just constantly make fun of me, too. No, because you said punch, and then you said the kick drum. So I was like, how could I not be like, it's like a punch and a kick? I don't know. It's an ass kicker, man. It's gonna
0: kick kick Ice. your ass. It's all in the mind. If you want to test me, I'm sure you'll find the things I'll teach you are sure to reach you. But nevertheless, you'll get a lesson from teacher. Now
1: kick kick. You know what that was? No, but I loved every second of that. <laughs> see see the things that get birth out of annoying situations sometimes. That I'm was sorry.
0: That was from <laughs> Paul Rapper the Rapper.
1: It was on PlayStation. I don't know. You were but like I, this I little th-
0: guy that was a rapper and you had to hit buttons at a certain time. It was kind of like Dance Dance Revolution and then like oh, guitar here, but okay. it was just on a controller and then it was a rapper. So you'd be like, kick, and you'd have to hit kick on the on the ton- on the the beat. Yeah. So that was the, the rhyme. It, I had a demo version of it, so over and over again I'd play that level. But nevertheless, you'll get a lesson from Pete, and now kick, kick, punch, punch,
1: kick, punch, block. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yeah, this song's not bad. I just think that there's... I don't—I think they could have maybe evened it out more, every other song. Because they had to know... They, a lot of times people know before they put the album out what the singles are going to actually be. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a whole plan. It's all mapped out. So... It's just surprising to have made that choice to front load it so much and then not stagger. I'm going to So say this sounds good. And yet, screaming Chris again.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say they probably could have cut two songs out of this whole album. I think that's fair. would have been fine. Not to say they're bad songs, it just could have really...
1: I'm a fan of a good, solid, like, ten-song yeah. album. Me too. I think that... You can shave some stuff out. That's what's annoying about a lot of music that I do enjoy, is that they'll put a lot of interludes and things Ah, in there that just, it's excessive and I don't need it. That's one thing I do kind of like more about music that you listen to. One appreciation that I can see and say (laughs) is uh, that your music kind of sometimes gets to the point a little more, (laughs) like, especially more of the punk stuff. Especially
0: a punk album. Metal can be very indulgent.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah, I appreciate the more straight-to-the-point stuff. But yeah, punks well. for sure.
0: They're like, why do I need it more than a minute and 30? I already did an intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus. We're done. In a minute 30. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I enjoy the Music song. jokes.
0: This album, it's just weird for this album because I know I love it, but like, there's such highs on it mm-hmm. that even the goods,
1: they end up being lows, you know? I mean it is definitely lower but it still has good it's good energy but it's just not so intense. It's like Jesus Christ pose. Jesus Christ pose.
0: <laughs> Talking to a guy named Pose. Hi, I'm Pose Johnson. How you
1: doing? On. Strike one. What? A pose, stupid. call oh. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Quinn. <laughs> I've been getting into those East Coast comedians way too much. <laughs> that the word "stupid" just flies out of my mouth, and not in a mean way. No, I didn't feel mean either. Because <laughs> I don't mean it. And just, but also, just like, come on, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: <just> coming out. <laughs>
1: it's coming out. It's endearing hate.
0: <laughs> it's endearing hate. Move on Let's just gonna breeze through this
1: Room a thousand years wide You know I like ten short
0: Ten track short albums I also like short Straight to the point podcasts. Let's get to it Room a thousand years wide
1: What a weird song title Oh
0: uh, yeah all right, Turn that
1: up Sorry everyone Unless he's referring to something specific Like the room in his mind Which is I a guess. filing cabinet Cause we all have them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah damn what? it I'm going to bring up Dr. 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 Sleep 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 forever. Even though Kent stopped listening to the podcast. Until this episode. (laughs) I enjoy this. Again, it's more mellow.
0: Yeah. Wait, still mellow. I think I like this song more than a few of the
1: mellow ones, though. This has more, I think of like a grunge. Yeah. Sounds Especially with that. Yeah. It's
0: whiny guitar going
1: on. It's not as mellow and it's not as heavy metal. It has just that more kind of like, I don't want to say lazy because that's not what I mean, but laid back, but still kind of heavy. Up to doom. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I liked about grunge because it was a little more laid back, but it still had the heaviness in there. It just wasn't so repetitive and in-your-face and have to be so, like, sort of thing. It's just, it's laid back. It's groovy. I agree. This is, I enjoy this song. But there's not really a song so far that I haven't enjoyed.
0: Yeah. I think the lyrics are better on this song, too. Sometimes I think Chris Cornell can get not bad lyrics, but, like, easier lyrics. I know he wrote vague lyrics on purpose for this album, but sometimes it'll just be like, I speak... I, to not speak. I speak I see because, to I, not
1: see. because I can. Yeah, yeah.
0: Things like that. So I think this one's a little bit more introspective. And I like that. Tomorrow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's
0: love so it. fun.
1: I love that to he took that 80s to. metal fucking... Wah, and just made it. I do too.
0: Fucking killer. Nobody ever thinks of... When anybody says Soundgarden, they're not like, "Oh, you mean the Wah band?" They just like, "Ah, grunge band, good songs." But if you bring up like, "Iced Earth," they'll be like, "Oh, you mean the Wah
1: guy? <laughs> because there's something that Chris Cornell did that made it different and better. Yeah, something. It's it's. I think it's the tone in his voice, which is different than anyone else. Yeah, and he actually has like a grittiness, even when he sings more relaxed and isn't so raspy and distorted. He still just has a voice all his own, which makes it just interesting to listen to.
0: And now I'm thinking of it too. Sometimes people can sing like the same note, but they sound higher just because of the timbre of their voice, but it's actually the same note. Okay. I think a lot of 80s metal guys, when they did their thing, it was more of like a like it had like a not cleaner edge, but like a glam edge to it, where it was like, wah! Uh-huh. His is like, no, wah!
2: What's
0: like, that grit in it? So it doesn't sound so fucking like hammy, 80s, glammy. It sounds like mean. Hammy glammy. Hammy glammy. <laughs> it sounds mean, but it's still going,
1: wah! <laughs> yeah, it has more angst, for like, sure.
0: Like, even Tom Morello from Slayer, he did, wah! other couple songs and it sounded hammy and glammy I like, and
2: that's
1: in fucking slayer i like hammy glammy that's a <laughs> <laughs>
2: we've
1: had some fun little uh phrases i forget all of them uh well
0: now easy peasy for me has translated into eases pieces
1: oh i love eases pieces <laughs> they're delicious
0: <laughs> et also liked eases pieces and now we got hammy glammy
1: What what do you think E.T. did with his fingers? Do you think he was really good for digging roots?
0: I think what he did with those fingers is the reason Drew Barrymore is a little messed up in her older age.
1: What, they were long so he could reach the liquor off the top shelf and give it to her?
0: (laughs) That's better. I was going sexual assault. I'm glad you weren't. That's why I took it in a different direction.
1: I don't like that at all. And she wasn't in there because she was fucked up sexually. She was in there because she loved drugs and drinking from a very young age. So you have those long fingers... Got grandpa's cough medicine off the top shelf. Those long fingers can get a nice big rail on top of it. Yeah, and they can rail mom. for Drew more toot-toot up the nose nose. <laughs> Why did you have to say nose nose? I
0: don't know. Uh, by the way, did you know that I actually knew Chris Cornell and I called him Chris Chris? <laughs>
1: I think we should move along to the next song before I have a fucking mind (laughs) riot. (sighs) Mind riot!
0: Here we go. This is way laid back. This is like...
1: This is more Chris Cornell. Happy sounding. This is like Chris. This is more like what I've heard of Chris's more like solo sort of hippie sounding stuff. Because when he, I mean, older, did go a little more hippie in ways and more almost... Singer guitar sound
0: and did a killer rendition of of Michael Jackson song.
1: Which one, Sam? Was it Billie Jean? I think it was. I think it was too. (laughs) Horrible. You're jealous. (laughs) I want to hear you do a version of Billie Jean, a cover. Billie Jean. (laughs) Okay, Corey Feldman. I didn't say do the exact same fucking thing as Michael Jackson.
0: (laughs) All right, it'll be like,
2: dude the over. She's just on. the one. No,
0: I don't want to do a death metal version of that.
2: But the kids I'm going to make it like Jazzy.
0: Sword. It'll be like a... No, I'm going to do a Soundgarden version of Billie Jean.
1: I'm banging my bongos and I'm sitting here. Now, this is very, like, peaceful to me. It feels tribal to me. Well, like, that's what like I a, mean. It's
0: nature. Yeah. Like you're around a fire and you guys, everyone's just playing a You're
1: drum. playing drums with your hands. Yep.
0: Chanting to the owl god. Moloch
2: the
1: owl god. Pollock the owl god? Polak the owl <laughs> 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 ah! Kevin
2: Pollock the owl god. <laughs>
0: Was it Kevin Pollock in a. Uh... Pollock. Pollock? Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Was it Kevin Pollock in Wasn't he in a uh, Usual Suspects? Oh, yeah. I pushed that off on Beth. I pushed so many movies off on her. Here,
0: you take the Kevin Spacey vehicle now.
1: <laughs> she took a multiple. She took, like, American Beauty and stuff. They're movies I don't dislike. But I will say that Kevin Spacey is kind of ruined for me. Which is unfortunate, because he was such a great actor. I can't really separate... I can separate more music, because I don't have to look at them the whole time. That's a good point. When I have to actually look at them... Ew. Yeah, I can't do that it. That makes
0: sense. It makes sense to me a lot. Yeah, it's a lot easier to listen to Michael Jackson than it is to watch a Kevin Spacey performance.
1: Yeah. Which
0: sucks. Which sucks, because he was great in Usual Suspects. He was good in American Beauty. I mean, I don't think it's a good movie, but he was a good actor in it.
1: He was. I thought he was great in most things. Even... Even garbage, she's still a good actor. But I don't mean the band. I mean, and like half seven? the movies he does is Seven now to be ruined because of him. I don't know that Seven could be ruined though. I don't think so either. I don't think Seven could. I think I mean American Beauty, of course. Well,
0: American Beauty's a kind of a creep in it.
1: Like he's creeping on that teenage girl. Yeah.
0: So does that even more?
1: until he finds out that she's actually a virgin just pretending to be slutty.
2: And then he's like, like,
1: ew, I'm not interested because I thought you were actually like more mature and like an older woman and it turns out you are just a kid. I don't fucking want you. So I mean it was, in the end he was morally more sound but he wasn't in the beginning because he was like, I want to fuck this kid. I want to fuck my daughter's best friend. (laughs) And then he got murdered for turning down the neighbor's sexual advances because he, he did yeah i don't remember that yeah he uh chris cooper was the boy the photographer or whatever the one that
0: videotaped the most beautiful thing you've ever
1: seen yeah that was his dad and he oh. was a super homophobe but he thought that his son was fucking around with kevin spacey he thought there was something sexual going so he mm-hmm. went over there to be like okay let's do this and kevin spacey's character was like uh that's not who i am so then he went and got a gun and shot him in the fucking head.
0: Or wasn't he like, yeah? did he like kiss him?
1: Yeah, that's what it was. Like
0: he was gonna explore his homosexual thoughts now, and now that it wasn't gonna be a going, he got pissed at himself. So they mm-hmm. killed. He was Kevin like embarrassed,
1: Spade. and he killed him. I, it's not a bad movie.
0: I remember it being not a good movie. Sounds like an okay storyline, but I remember it not being a good movie. Uh,
1: I, th- I focused too much on the kids kids. It needed to focus more on the adults, because I thought that was more interesting. But yeah, that's the thing. I think Kevin Spacey was great, just not as a person, apparently.
0: (laughs) Doesn't that boy sell weed in that? Mm
1: -hmm. He sells weed to Kevin Spacey, is what it is, and he thinks that there's something... The dad doesn't know it's weed. He thinks it's something else. (laughs) He thinks it's sex.
0: He can't smell the pounds of weed in his kid's fucking drawer that he pulls out like a filing cabinet. Which, by the way, did we know that we have filing cabinets We have them in our
1: minds. We do whole rooms of them
0: i have filing cabinets full of weed in my mind it's true oh
2: yeah
0: what about oliver kitty cat next to you he's adorable if everyone could see him he just rested his head upon your breast
1: he's rubbing all over me he's i think he's extra grateful because i took him outside for a little bit today and just stood out in the sun and let the sun beam down on him for a few minutes doors are open sun shining in they like it I like it. I like we the fresh like air, it. even though it's a little chilly right now. Uh, it's going to be warmer this week. I'm looking forward to it. We're not wow. actually recording this right the last minute. We're recording this yeah. early Sunday afternoon, which is unusual for us, but it's great. Which is what it should be every time. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's nice. I feel rested. Um, I love this cat next to me. And I'm ready to listen to the next song. Let's do it. Drawing flies. Drawing flies. <laughs> I love this song. Yeah, this is when
0: it kicks back in good for me. I think
1: so, because this song is so... You get that high energy from the beginning. Yeah. This song is so good.
0: Yeah, this should have been thrown in about two songs ago. to spice out the album a little bit more. And it's
2: got
1: horns in it.
2: A little a little horn with negativity. I've
1: always liked that line I share a, ne- I sh- share a cigarette share with, negativity. with negativity I don't know why I've always liked that I mean I don't smoke cigarettes but I've always liked it I love those horn blasts <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Like, I never noticed the horns before Really? Oh yeah I noticed that there was something happening, but I never actually listened to it or for <laughs> it and realized it was horns. It's straight up like ska horns coming in. <laughs> wow, how yeah. have I not ever noticed that? What the fuck is wrong? I don't... Okay, sorry.
0: It's awesome. I just
1: need to set myself down. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> I need to set myself a time out for not noticing that. That's crazy.
0: I think it's a cool production decision. Like, Who thought... like? You know I what? Agree. We need horns in this one song. And who knows? Maybe they've been throwing horns in every once in a while and you just don't notice it as much. But.
1: I remember hearing this on the radio. Like, not the radio that you would hear. Like, internet radio station. Yeah, streaming radios. And I was like, oh my god, this song is fantastic. Before I had actually like heard this album as a whole. Because I didn't listen to this album as a whole before this podcast. But I've known a good handful of songs from it. The bass is great. Yeah. And
0: who, did you hear it before? It had that huge saxophone squeak right at the oh end. Oh,
1: my God. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but, yeah, this song. I just enjoy it very much. It, it stood out to me on my own. In, in my own adulthood. Of You know, it's because it's past the It's not a single. It's not a radio hit. No, but I heard it was just like this song rules. I'm saving this to a playlist, and I hear the song sometimes. I listen to it. I enjoy it, as well as the other songs.
0: Yeah, now you're never gonna not
2: hear. I'm the horns.
1: not gonna hear the horns. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna hear the horns. I'm not gonna not hear the horns. Yeah. I'm not gonna hear the horns. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay,
1: well,
0: I'm gonna just keep moving because I like this, just moving and going and we only going. We have
1: a couple more songs anyway. But this
0: next song. I think the fucking lyrics are awesome. And just the concept of uh, holy water resting me. That's great. And this is like, this is back to like the beginning of the album to me again. We've started it with Drawing Flies and now we're still back at the beginning of the album.
1: I think it does still have that little more... I don't want to say... It's just not as down. Like, his voice is. It's not as floaty. The most, like, doomy sounding thing about it, I think, is his his vocals. More straightforward.
0: I'm just down here, hanging
2: out. And then I'll go up here! (laughs) (laughs)
0: Have you listened to the last uh, Soundgarden album they
1: put out? No. I haven't either. I've not followed up with anything after the down late 90s, I think.
0: Down on the Upside is like the last album I listened to.
1: Yeah, I think that's it for me. I don't think I got into anything later because I did enjoy Like I said, I've never enjoyed any of his solo stuff, but I've never really sought it out. Yeah. Uh, I do enjoy the song quite a bit. I think this song can easily get stuck in one's yes. head.
0: And right, it's fun, it very fun to sing this.
2: Holy waters rest in me, rest in me.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I need to buy more Doctor Teal's Epsom salt.
2: You do.
1: You have to replace it because you used more of that than I did. From a stink foot. You have stink foot <laughs> for sure.
0: This is classic grunge sound too. It's just in the sludge. I like the sludge. I and I like death or doom metal, and I like some crowbar songs that get into this sludge sound. But sometimes you can get too sludgy. Soundguard keeps it right on a nice level of sludge.
1: Yeah. Sludge is a good descriptive word, I think, especially for this.
0: Like, I'm not getting stuck in it. Some doom metal, your foot gets stuck in the (laughs) foot. You're knee deep in it. This is like, I can still tread the water, the holy water.
1: Not knee deep. No. Which is a Parliament song.
0: But these lyrics, I think, are fucking deep. I
1: love this. This could have been a, a hit, I think. Maybe not like a huge hit, but it could have been popular enough. I think this is a a good song.
0: Yeah, it's great. I really
1: song. just wish that things were staggered more throughout this album instead of just having, I don't even want to call them duds. Just, it's just weird to put the energy how they did. They They laid it out kind of odd on this album. I
0: agree. They might have even been able to take some of those earlier songs and put them towards the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, just stagger them throughout. They could have
0: like taken songs more like this that are upbeat but sludgy, put them at the uh-huh. beginning, with like one upbeat one, and then this could have been like a weird second and then track, finish
1: it off real good.
0: Or yeah, third, yeah, maybe yeah,
1: yeah. not too soon, but yeah.
0: A restructure. So good. Yeah, it's so laid back. And it, as a guy who doesn't ever write vocal lines in a way of melody necessarily, it's always more rhythm because I'm just screaming. Yeah. There is some melody to screaming, but you're more rhythm than anything else. It must be so fun to figure out actual melodies over songs to be like,
1: yeah. I think he's really not
0: necessarily telling you to do what he's doing the guitar right now it's just going dan, 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 and he decided to go
1: <laughs> yeah he definitely made things so much more colorful with his choices he was very uh I don't want to say one in a kind because it's not like he was this you know magnificent wonder but he was definitely talented as hell and very interesting to listen to he was good at what he did that was for sure and apparently, he's gonna hang it out near doorknobs as well.
0: I also like the guitar tone that it's heavy, but it's not so distorted you don't know what the notes are. Like, you can hear. This is an
1: interesting spot. Uh,
0: Weird timing. Right there. Just comes in at you. Yeah. Excelente. Sounds Gardenos. Good
1: song. I am Soundgardenos.
0: Fear me.
1: Are you a water monster? I am a musical
0: garden monster. See you Soundgardenos.
1: So you come from the earth.
0: I come from Soundgarden's buttholes. I'm actually a poop monster. I'm sorry. That
1: makes sense. I'm
0: Soundgardenos.
1: Nice to meet you. Soundgardenos. I gotta go. See you. We have one more song, Sam. We do. Before you do I sound gardeners. Before you uh do some new damage. Let's check out some old damage. Ooh. Love the
0: beginning of this song. Just straight up so. <laughs> Everything. The bass line, the guitar, and then him coming in. So let's go
1: come ah! in as It's like the ending of a song. It is. When like they're it jamming is. at the end of the song and just giving it their all.
2: Very much like but the Let's put this song. at the
1: very beginning. I
0: thought it was done comes.
1: <laughs> done comes? Done comes. I said, I done comes over and I
0: spills things on myself. I want to know, were you uh, at an Olsen's Twins fan? I wanted to ask you this you Was I an Olsen Twin fan? Yeah, did you watch the movies?
1: I didn't really have access to that stuff. Gotcha. I saw the one... That was like Halloween-based? Yeah, yeah. Double, double toil and trouble. Maybe not. Was it To Grandmother's House We Go? Wasn't there something that was kind of spooky about that, but it wasn't actually spooky? I don't know. I don't remember. I've seen maybe one of their movies as far as that goes. And then I saw that movie they were in with Steve Guttenberg and Kirstie Alley a lot at daycare. What movie is that? Oh, Steve Goots and Kirsty Alley? It had almost like a parent trap sort of idea. Okay. That they were like separated at birth and adopted out, but then Sister their, Sister. But then their parents find each other and they fall in love and they get together. So yeah, it's a parent trap sort of situation. So let's Please, see. sister sister. I would rather you not try to um you know, ever correct me under any circumstances.
0: Good fucking luck.
1: <laughs> Let's see if what's a Steve Gutenberg vehicle? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? I'm Steve. say Police Academy. <laughs> Olsen Twins. No, it won't. Stevie Goots. It Takes Two was the movie. See, it, it helped me. I it can take I can put two. a Steve Gutenberg vehicle with the Olsen Twins. <laughs> <laughs> on it. You literally wrote Stevie. <laughs> That's absolutely what I put in. <laughs> <laughs> and right there. It takes two.
2: What
1: do you think about this song? This song's a little more of a snooze
0: for me. I think so too, but I think it's still really good. I like the...
2: Get out before you go.
0: It's back to the floaty world. I've noticed this. Listen, they can get to a floaty atmospheric sound, and then that's when it's. I'm going to call it. I don't think they're dollards, but in this case, I'm going to say the dollards are the atmospheric ones. Yeah. Whereas the exciting ones to me are the ones where it's just straight like this is a rock and roll song. Let's fucking go. Come on, I want to go. Was he able to do that by the end of his career? Like, is the last seven- no. So, like, the last Soundgarden album probably doesn't have anything like that on it. I'm going to listen to it and find out. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I tend to still listen to whatever Alice, Chains, Alice in Chains comes out with at you least do? once. I don't listen to it, uh, like, a lot. I just check out the new album. I've listened to the last two. Is it two or newer ones with that new guy? I think so. One of them has dinosaurs on it or something.
1: There was that one song that they did that was kind of popular, like the first hit that they came out with. Black like Gives black Way and, to Blue was yeah. the
0: album. There's something about Hollywood or something like that. California! It's about California. Look at California, feel Minnesota. God damn, that cat is obsessed with you today.
1: Because I took him outside.
0: Take me outside again, please, Michelle
2: he's
1: grateful
0: and he's in a good mood today too so earlier one of the songs was seven minutes long and we were like hey this doesn't feel like seven minutes at all this song is a little less than six and it feels longer than the seven minute one.
1: I think so and again not a bad song just not a great one
0: end filler
1: <laughs> it's like they're saying get out before you drown while they are drowning you <laughs> This is the end. Please leave. Do you think he drowns you in the holy water? Do you think that the, the album actually works backwards? He kills you at first with the holy water. Then you start drawing drawing flies. Your mind is rot. You're in hell, which is a room a thousand years wide. Yeah, I'm in so far. You're searching with your good eye closed, because, I mean, come on. You're in the bad place. Yeah. Your alive eyes, they're gone. You're somewhere in the bad place. Yeah. And there's tons of, you know, fire and monsters ripping you, and it's nothing but face pollution. Uh, so eventually they put you and nail you to a cross. You're in your Jesus Christ pose in hell. You get outshined because the heat is just too much for you to bear.
0: Damn, they throw you in a goddamn
1: rusty cage. And then you're in a rusty cage for all eternity. All right. So that's the Bad Motor Finger album, and that's the uh, that's the end of the story. We so did The album's done. We right. are, and we are officially to the part of the podcast where it is time to go over some questions. 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 You ask,
0: may you have a question?
1: Yes, you can. You ask, can you have a question? And I say yes. All right, Sam, why did you choose this? What made you finally choose this? I'm actually curious about it. Desperation,
0: this. holy shit, I needed an album. Boom, got it. But I chose this album over uh, down on the upside specifically because I think this album rocks a little bit harder, man.
1: I would agree with that. What do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Thank you. Pieces. I will tell you that my judgment prior to listening to it is that I was excited. I've been wanting this. I knew it was going to be easier for sure because I know that I enjoy this, you know, era of them quite a bit. Uh, so I was excited. Uh, my judgment was positive. How many times did you listen to this? Do you know? Uh, I only listened to this about two and a half times. I kind of forgot I was supposed
0: to. But then that's by myself. I've heard it around you, I think, twice now. Mm -hmm. So kind of counts as four, but I knew this album, so I didn't feel like only listening to it twice myself was any bad thing because the first time I listened to it, I was already saying lyrics to it again. So Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I knew what was going on.
1: Okay. I was four and a half listens on this one. Uh, Sam's least favorite song. I don't know why I closed that out. Um, I'm going to actually guess that out of all of this I'm gonna guess new damage because I think I think it's because it drops off at the end it doesn't have quite a hook like the other songs do again it's not a bad song but my guess for you is new damage because after holy water I think it could have ended after holy water (laughs) to be honest like so yeah I'm gonna say new damage for you
0: uh Yeah, I'll give it to that. I feel
1: like I got that impression listening to it. Because I know you enjoyed Holy Water. I know you enjoyed Drawing Flies. Yeah. I was almost thinking about Mind Riot.
0: But I'm into it. It still has a groove. Yeah.
1: I was thinking that because I was just briefly listening to things. Trying to figure out what my least favorite would be. And it was none of them that I actually went through. Because I don't think that they're, I don't know. Like I said, the, the drop-off middle part, it's not like they're bad songs. No. I don't think any of them are really bad no. songs.
0: No, but I could probably stop listening after Holy Water. Like, I might shut off New Damage early and go on to the next album.
1: I think Holy Water would kind of be a good ending song to an album, honestly. I think so, yeah, I think so too. I th- that would have been a good closer. Uh, what do you think my least favorite song is? New Damage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so, too. Hey, there it is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so your most favorite song. I think this one's going to be tough. Because... I always
0: forget that I have to do this, and then I'm sitting here forcing myself to do it now. I always forget this angle
1: (laughs) every time. I really am not sure with this, but my guess is... I'm going to say... Uh, My guess is uh, This is tough, I'm really sorry Um, I'm just going to go with Jesus Christ pose because it's heavy Mm
0: -hmm. Michelle, I got something to tell you And it's classic Is that you are correct I love this fucking song It's got everything about Sadden Garden that I like Sadden Garden? Sadden Garden It's got everything about Sadden Gardenos
1: What about Savage Garden? This is the best Fuck Savage... This is Savage. everything about Savage Garden that I like.
0: Savage Garden is a band just like Bad Religion, where it was like... They
1: sound heavier?
0: Yeah. Th- their name says something different than what they fucking are. <laughs> Fuck you, Social Distortion too. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> Savage Garden likes a chicka cherry cola.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this song rules. I like all the instrumentation. The bass sounds awesome. The drums are fucking awesome. He's at, like,
1: the top of his voice on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Just good song. Sam, what do you think my most favorite song is?
0: Um, I think I'm going to say your favorite song is Outshined.
1: You got it, bro. Bam. Good job, son.
0: Bam. It's a very, very good song.
1: <laughs> we both got each other both times. I was
0: gonna choose Rusty Cage, but then I remember when Outshine played, you were like, <sighs> "You said something about like I've always, this one goes a little bit better."
1: I've always had a, a strong love for Outshine. It's a great song. Ever since I first heard it, when what? I was why did I turn down? So I was some into more it. it. Oh, good part. I don't know that I would like any other song that stayed in that kind of like screaming vein and spoke. Outshine, outshine, outshine. I don't know that I would like that uh, done in any other song by any other artist. (laughs) But I really like that song. It's a good song. Outshine, 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 outshine. How how old were you when you first started listening to this album?
0: Fuck, you were you
1: were younger, right?
0: Like a kid. Um, I would say when I. I mean, I heard these songs since I was a kid, but I think when I actually had the album would listen to it, I would say about 19 or 20.
1: Okay. I feel like you had this already when we started seeing each other. Yes. which would have been, yes. we were hanging out, we were 21.
0: So yeah, maybe even 18 I picked it up. Okay. But it was one of those albums that just had to be had. And I think I got it off of Kirk. Out of his music library, and I got it like on my computer, and then that's how I started listening to it, and then I bought it, and then I lost it, (laughs) because that's what happens with me.
1: Makes sense. (laughs) That or they get it back, and it's unlistenable, because it's just been scratched to hell. Yeah. How did you originally feel about this album when you first heard it?
0: Uh, I think I remember thinking that the really uh, more heavy songs were awesome, and then the other ones were kind of rougher. Mm-hmm. And then I got into it more and actually listening to Down on the Upside, which has even more laid back songs, made me appreciate this album even more and made Mm -hmm. these laid back songs better. Yeah. And then once you actually start, I think once I started getting into Doom, too, and I was okay with like slower stuff, that helps as well. All
1: right. And uh, would you recommend this album today?
0: Yes. 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 Very very few albums that I ever say yes to recommending to someone, but this is another one of those albums that if I'm in a car with someone and I'm driving and I'm responsible for music, I will put this album on because I feel like it's a good it's still something I like, it's still something that represents me, but it's also not alienating to me. I might be wrong, but it doesn't feel alienating. Alienating to me is like An cannibal ant farm. corpse. Alien Ant Farm would it alienate me? Yes it would. <laughs> <laughs> And I played with those guys.
1: Alienate Amp Farm. Yeah, um, Alienate
0: Amp Five Dollar Bill.
1: All right, um, I think I'm changing because I've changed this the end thing. I'm going. Would you listen to this again? If not, you have to rate it. So that's that's the line I'm actually officially drawing because I would listen to this again. I don't think I need to rate it because it's good enough to listen to again, and that isn't a common thing on this podcast. So I think that that's a pretty good rating. I'm still gonna give it an eight point five. <laughs> All right, I think it's good. I think I like raining. <laughs> I like raining men. It's raining men. No, I like when <laughs> I rain men. Iranian men. Hallelujah! It's Iranian men. That's not what I was saying, but okay. <laughs> so. We are done with Soundgarden. This episode is about finished. We did it! We are going to do an episode next week on a movie, per my choice. Good movie! I think this is going to be a fun one. I'm not going to say too much about this, because I think when I give an album or whatever, I'm a little talk heavy. Okay. So, the next thing that we will be indulging in and reviewing for you will be the movie Serial Mom. <laughs> Jesus pieces. <laughs> and on that note, we're done. We are finished. We, as always, appreciate you listening. Yes. Uh, Make more people listen, uh, you fuckers. We would appreciate that. And then we will be having another group episode soon. We would soon. like to start doing that more regularly. Like I, maybe like once a month. About once a month, I think yeah. is good. Uh we'd like to branch out once this COVID shit calms down, even though I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to maybe take a little trip. I'm
0: all about traveling.
1: Maybe get a hotel room, see what I can do about reserving a conference room for a certain amount of time. If that's a possibility, uh, traveling hotel room, or we can just do a big hotel room. That's a good idea as well. Cause that hotel room that we got in Michigan was big. Yeah. So, uh, and I would like to branch out and I would love to see Travis and have him on the podcast again and Ron and uh, the Jeffries. And uh, if anyone and else then does. we
0: fly to California and we get Jake Borgia. That would be great. <laughs> and anybody else I know in and, California. Uh, if, if
1: you <laughs> want to be on the podcast, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. We are open to any and everyone. And if you are okay with doing Zoom, we are too. Yeah, it's just, it, it is better face-to-face and, you know. It is, but if you can't make it happen let's get on that zoom baby for sure we'll do what we can yeah but we appreciate you as always of thank course. you for listening we let's love you out. we'd oh, give no. you a hug if we could but right now the wall says we can't <laughs> let's go out on some old sound
0: garden hand of god this is from a 1987
1: wow listen to that voice it's even stronger All right. Just not nearly as good written song. (laughs) Makes sense. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Is that a tiny carabiner? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's a tiny carabiner. I just
0: farted. I got to poop. Bye, everybody. (laughs)